Richie Rambo presents various logs from the past. Enjoy. I've had the opportunity to sit with some of the richest people in the world, to sit with them around their dinner table, to meet their kids and their parents, and to have conversations with them about what's going on in their life. I've also had the amazing opportunity to sit with some of the people that inspire millions, and I've had the pleasure to sit at their dining room table with them and meet their parents, and sit on the living room floor and play with their kids. And we've had those same conversations. They've been kind enough to give me counsel on things in my life and ask my counsel on things in their life too. These have been amazing conversations and I've learned so much from them. But the person I've learned the most from in my life is my daughter. She can't have conversations like the one I've had with the rich and inspirational. You see, my daughter's developmentally delayed. Elisa can't talk like you and I can. Most of the time when she speaks, people don't understand her. But because she's been with me all of her life, I usually have a pretty good sense of what she's trying to say. But sometimes I just don't. And when she speaks to me and I don't understand, she'll raise her voice and yell. If that doesn't work, she'll throw a tantrum. And that can be in a restaurant or a store, driving in a car, or over at a friend's house. And when she tantrums and I don't understand her, she gets so frustrated she comes running to attack me by trying to rip my shirt or bite me. This has gone on for a long time with incidents like this happening sometimes 5, 10, maybe even 15 times a day. But finally, one day in the midst of her rage, I couldn't take it any longer. And I said to her, Lisa, I can't do this anymore. You know how much I love you. I love you more than anything in the world, and I want to understand what you're saying so much. But I can't understand your words. Can you please find a way to tell me what you're saying without using words? From the midst of her rage, a smile came over her face. It's the kind of smile that melts you right down to the core of your heart. And she looked at me and said in perfect English, I am, Daddy. I was dumbfounded. When I asked her what, how she was doing that, she pointed to the side of her head and I understood from her gesture that she was putting thoughts into my head. Immediately I realized I had felt her doing that, but never trusted my instincts. And now instead of her rage, both of us started laughing uncontrollably, contagiously. That was about four years ago. Do you know from that moment on she has never yelled, tantrumed, or attacked again? You see, we had found a way to communicate. I finally understood how to hear her, and I knew what she was trying to say to me. If that would have been the end of the story, it would have been amazing because I love my daughter and I never dreamed possible that I would understand what she's saying, but I do now. It's something I've always dreamed of having happen, and it's amazing how sometimes the simplest things can be the most important. She taught me something that day. I realized that Elisa isn't different than everybody else that I work with. Be they CEOs of companies or, or employees, leaders in government or people they govern over, teachers or students, family and or community leaders, 
everyone I work with does the same thing. When they speak and they aren't heard, they yell. And when they yell and they aren't heard, they disrupt the scene that they're in or they create a scene. They try and do something to make us notice. And when that doesn't work, then they'll try and destroy something. That might be shooting people in a shopping mall or blowing up a building. It might be attacking someone's reputation or destroying a marriage. And when I look at each situation and retrofit it back, I realize just like my daughter, these people just don't feel heard. So here's what I want to do now. I want to take what she taught me into the boardrooms of companies because I already have and it's worked effectively. I want to take it to prisons, into hospitals, into elementary schools and colleges. I'm working with government and military to see if listening can change the culture of the way we do business and live life with our families. As I mentioned earlier, I've also had the opportunity to be with some of the richest people in the world, but I've had the amazing opportunity to sit with the poorest of the poor on street corners and meet their families and have that same conversation. One of the conversations that touched me most was my conversation with Corey. Corey's a homeless man. We had been speaking for a long time because it had taken him that long to let me in. And finally, when he let me in, I looked at him and I said, Corey, you sit here all day and watch these people all day long walking by you. If you could stop them for a minute, is there something you would want to say to them that would help make this world a better place? Corey didn't have to think about it for a moment. His answer flew out of his lips. I would invite people to find someone they don't know and just simply ask them how they're doing and then spend 10 minutes listening really listening to their answer.